now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Welcome, everybody, to The Psychologists Are In. I am Maggie Lawson. And I'm her podcast partner in crime, Timothy Elmitson. And this week, we are talking about Season 5, Episode 6, Viagra Falls, again, with one of our favorite psych directors, Andrew Bernstein. We're so lucky to get him. We love Andrew. He's very busy, and we cannot wait for you guys to listen to this episode. We had such a good time. Enjoy. It's so good to see Thank you. Thank you. It's great to see you guys. You look amazing. Aw, so thanks. nice to see your faces. You too. If this, if this podcast was just me getting to look at you guys, it would be worth it. We don't even have to talk about anything. Uh, <laughs> well, you've obviously listened because we always tell people we're like the first couple of minutes is just me and Tim complimenting each other. And that's all we do. <laughs> <laughs> you wash your hair, I could tell. I did. This is a very funny story. I washed my hair special for you all because I ran out of shampoo and I had to wash my hair with regular soap the other night and it didn't do anything. It was not good. It was not. It was really bad, actually. So I was like, oh, I have to rewash it for them. Even though I, I think a steam shower was actually good for me because it helped kind of give my fever a little, uh, a little breather. No, the hair looks fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for cleaning yourself up for us. Yeah, sort of. I mean, I do have my pajama bottoms on, but I do also have my Pepto Pink on. Uh, Andrew. Oh, sorry. Andrew, you've heard us talk about our Pepto Pink on here. Yes. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I'm not going to show you what else I'm wearing, but it's good to see (laughs) that you are... Why not? No. Yeah. We have a whole next conversation about pants versus no pants. Pants. So surprise us later. Yeah. Pants. Yeah. pants. <laughs> so Andrew, what else are you doing right now? I just saw you on the diplomat. I mean, I just started it. So I mean, I how many of those do you do? Two? Okay. Okay. Two of okay. them. Okay. I know. Yeah. Uh, and and now I am I am I am podcasting from uh the great country of Canada. Oh. From Toronto, Ontario. Oh, Canada. So it's like 8.30 there? It is 8.34. It is indeed. Oh, my gosh. Are you, Are you? do you have a beverage of some kind in your hand? I, I wish I did. I literally just walked off the set like two minutes ago, and, and I'm sad no one has handed me anything because I could use it. So We're uh, so, how did we I, get you? We, we, we went late, so you get liquored up. I just want to say that I was so excited to do this that I actually shortchanged a bunch of actors to get here. So just know that they <laughs> serve. I literally was like, we're done. That's it. No more shots for you. No more takes. <laughs> they were like, wait a second. And you're like, no, I have to go do the psychologist right podcast. First time. It's so important. No, they, they're like, what about my coverage? I'm like, you're done. We got it in the wide. We're moving on. Wait, what show is it? Or can you say? I can't say right now, but it okay. will be out sometime uh, in, uh, I have no idea when. But okay, in a while. cool. But You're it'll so be, busy. It'll be cool. It's a Stephen King thing. Uh, so it's, a, it's a, it's a, it's, it'll be cool. Very cool. And how many of those are you doing? Like the whole thing? I'm doing two of them and uh, that's enough. I need, okay. I need, I need to return need home break. at some point. <laughs> I need to. Is home, um, is home LA for you? Home is LA, and okay. I never worked there, so I. Uh, yeah. It's it's it, it would be nice to, to go home do. and say hi to somebody. 
Well, congratulations on working at all right now during uh, everything that's happening. Yeah. So um, it is a crazy, crazy time we are living we are, at the moment. We are. Tim, you look especially handsome. What's going on? What's with this? What do you got going on with this shirt? I've never seen it before. Uh, I did. A, it's funny because Allison was like, are you sure you're wearing that shirt? I'm like, yes, I'm wearing the shirt. It's just this little thing. I wear this. It's something I throw on. I don't care. Oh, what that's from It's a Wonderful Life. I was going to say. I know I you'll know, know it. it. Oh, there's only. Yeah. But Tim, but Tim makes it look good. I mean, Tim, it, you, you can pull it all off. It looks it's great. It's a, look, it's a little Judy gloomy here, so I thought I'd. Go for a little flannelly number. Yeah, Andrew, it, I don't know when you left. It has been cloudy. This morning it rained. It's like we had two sunny days over the weekend and it felt like Vancouver when like you get those sunny days in Vancouver where like everyone was just out and posting about being out, even though that's supposed to be every day in LA. It's been wild here. I, so. I heard about that. Well, and I did Toronto interject. Toronto the same way. It's sort of like, it, you know, the temperature is like, you know, 51 degrees and everyone's in shorts. And you're like- right. Because it's like, Come that's on. like summer for them. They've been, it's been so cold there probably for so long. Yeah, exactly. But how is life? How are you? I mean, how are you, how are you, how are you holding up with all the travel and being away and everything? It's good. You know, I, I knock on wood that I'm lucky to get to do what I do and, and to continue to do it. And, uh, it takes me away from home, which is a bummer, but, um, you know what? Uh, my wife has her line where she tells people she's a single uh huh. And a single wife, and then it makes she makes me, uh, you know, grovel, and then it's good. Okay, and then good. All is well. All right. Then all is better. <laughs> Sounds like you have a great. I have no system. idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but uh, you know, Facetime helps. But uh, it's a Facetime uh, does help. But it's been good. But it's been like as you saw the diplomat. We were in London for seven months, and it, before that, so it's been it's been a while. Wow, seven months! I just started it, and people uh, yeah, it was like the number one show on Netflix, right? That I saw. Anyway, I, no, oh, come on. I mean, it's but the uh, but it's sort of like it's funny. I should be watching all this stuff, but I would honestly rather watch psych reruns. Oh. It's like I, I literally, it's funny. My daughter, if I don't know if you remember, my oldest daughter Emma, who is now twenty five. Um, and was much younger when we were shooting, is the biggest psych fan of all time, and she used to actually really? fall. She used to fall asleep as a child listening to psych, like on her earphone, like that's how she feels. So she's literally memorized every episode. And how so, old is she now? You said I put many people to sleep with my performances. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I, I can ask her which actor she usually falls asleep to, but the, uh, she, um, <laughs> uh, she said, uh, so I told her I was doing this. She was so excited. She said, dad, I'm like starting to rewatch the episodes. And she said, they're so good. And I said, I know. So am I. So we're kind of reliving it. Yes. Through yeah. me so we can keep talking about it. Are you are you like I mean uh, like psych I mean it lives on but like is she like so uh impressed? Is this like the cool show you've done because she loves it and knows it so well? well I don't think she's ever going to show me that she's impressed ever, but the uh, <laughs> uh I, it was definitely of all the things I've done certainly one of the highlights and probably mostly because she got to come to set and meet everybody and say hi. And in fact, in my house in LA, I still have a life-size cutout of James Roday, which I used to sort of potentially scare away burglars in a back room that looks out that I stole from the office. Like towards the end, I was editing and I was like walking out and there was a life-size cutout of Dulé and James. And I said, I want one of these. And they're like, just take it. So I took James and brought it home and it is still... And it's literally, this is a true story. 
we have a security company, you know, that does comes around and looks in your backyard when you're away. And the guy has said numerous times that he's almost shot James like through the glass because he because <laughs> he's been terrified by like he just turns at night and there he is like so. It's great. <laughs> That's a that I, I, we have to tell James that next time. Yeah, he's it's, on. it's sort of like my it was my parting gift from the show was I got a, a life size cutout of uh, James Roday in my in my house. Oh my god, I love this. We need a photo. Yeah, we need a photo. I, I, will, I will send you. I will send you guys a photo. It's and I'll actually have them send me one. But it's uh, it has scared lots of people, and that was the intention. He's, yeah. he's, 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 it's like, you know, beware of dogs. It's like, that's kind of thing. That's what it's in the back house. Oh, now do you have like a, a really uh, sophisticated movement uh, system where he's like hooked up to a, a phonograph? No. He, and and uh, on a, a, like a pulley system. So he, he occasionally like moves every now and then. I wish I was uh, that smart to be able to do that. But he's, he, he, you know, I have to say as a, as a cardboard cutout, he's, he's doing good. Like he doesn't have to move. He's just fine the way he is. All these years later, still fighting crime. Yeah, he, is, he is definitely still fighting crime. Uh, yep, <laughs> exactly right. I don't know and how many burglars he's deterred, but it's got to be a few. <laughs> got to be. It has to be. Gotta be. It's got to be. Especially or, if the, or like sort of small animals. Or like if the patrol. Raccoon. Oh, that's true. That would be that would be very frightening. I mean, if the patrol guy has almost shot him through the window, I feel like yes. he scared yeah. off some people for sure. Andrew, how many episodes? You did so many psychs. Like five or six. And... Uh, Oh and my God. I, I felt, um, it feels like, I feel like you were such a, I mean, five or six is a lot, but I, I feel like you did like 15 or something. I, yeah. I, I will say, and I blame somebody, not you two, um, that I asked for more and, uh, and, and, and I would, and I would have taken more, but I was not hired to do more. And really? so, yeah. I like I, in the last few seasons we did that, we had like three directors who just did everything. Yeah. That's yeah, true. Yeah. But I, I literally, I'd finish and I had so much fun doing them that I literally was like to James and Dulé and anyone I could find, I'm like, or Mel, whoever it was, I'd be like, I want to come back. Like, is there any, you have any other openings? Like I want to keep coming back. So I just took the one I got per season and then uh, mm-hmm. had fun. And that was kind of what it was. But, um, um, it's, can I go over the list? so much or, fun or with you. On the subject? Yeah, please, Tim. Oh, bring the list So, forward. ladies and gentlemen, we are talking, if you haven't figured this out already, we're talking to our dear friend, Mr. Andrew Bernstein, director extraordinaire, who in season four did Let's Get Harry, or as Josh Mooney likes to call it, the Josh Mooney episode. I was just going to say, that's also a Todd Harthan. Like, uh, this one, this one's Todd Harthan as well. Like, you and Todd, I feel like, teamed up quite a bit. And you and Andy, yeah. too. Yeah. And then today we're talking, of course, about Viagra Falls Part Two. Part two. And um, in season six, the glorious Sean interrupted, which I can't wait oh, to uh, talk right. about. Oh, right. And hang on. In season seven, Office Space, where we all learned that coffee is for closers. <laughs> Office Space is so good. I love that episode. That was, that was that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. So that's why. Okay. So you were there every season, and, basically. Oh, sorry. Go on, Tim. <laughs> kids, I just want to say, if... um. If you've watched television, I know you watch television, pretty much Andrew's probably directed one or more of your uh, favorite he's, TV shows. Every time you turn on a good um, TV show, lay, Andrew, lay, Off the yeah. top of my head, um, Ozark, my favorite, Mad Men, and I could go on and on and on, but I won't. But basically, he is the yeah. shit. Speaking of the shit, Maggie, oh, may I? go, please. Honors? I would love it. Andrew Bernstein, our dear friend, are you ready to help my dear Maggie Lawson and I podcast the shit out of this episode? I am ready to podcast the shit out of this episode. Yeah. Yes, All the way from <laughs> Toronto, Canada, where he's we're just fresh from set on another awesome show. He came to spend some time with us and you, psychologists are in 
these psychologists are in listeners because he is a, uh, dare I say, super fan of the show? Yeah. And super a super director. Fan. Yeah. And also, uh, as you said, Tim, like kind of like TV directing royalty. I, I mean, I'm just so happy we got you. <laughs> I, I, as, as I said, I, 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 I would rather be nowhere else. I love the show. I love you guys. I've missed everybody involved with that show. And uh, just a chance to see your faces and talk about it is a dream. So I think we should do a reboot one season and bring back all of our favorite directors. We could remake episode. You know, we remade an episode in the final season. Um, We went back and remade an episode from season one. Cloudy yeah. Cloudy chance of improvement. I feel, yeah, right. I feel like I feel like we should do. It would be so fun to go back and remake everyone's kind of like star episode again, like Andrew, one of Andrews, and you know, one of Mel's, and one of oh, oh. Anyway, we can dream, right? We can. Then dream. How could they possibly be topped? What's yeah, in? I mean, the, the how could they possibly be topped? Answers they couldn't be topped. No. That's true. But the audience must want more. I mean, you guys, every time you put something out, it seems like people want to want to watch it. So come on, Let, let's Let's go. hope. And they're listening to the podcast too. So that's great. <laughs> but yes, say. I mean, from your mouth to like, we are, we are hopeful. We have a script for the next movie. I know the script exists. So again, script has been delivered. Now we're just waiting for the fine, fine people, the peacock, the peacock. to uh, yes, green light. Yes. 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 So psychos, you know, your job. Yes. Dear, dear Mr. and Mrs. Peacock, please make our favorite show's fourth yes. movie. And then reboot it for one Not, season or more. And Andrew, you touched on something uh, earlier when we were talking that Max and I talk about all the time. The joy of this podcast for uh, me and Maggie, I think, I think I know this is for you as well, is what you said of getting back, getting to go back and rewatch these shows which and just, just relive that glory. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was sort of like the fun part about rewatching them is sort of I'm sure for anyone who worked on it was sort of, you know, it's, it's those behind the scene moments, right? It's like, it's, I remember that moment and what happened right after we cut or right before we went, or, you know, in the turn, in the sense of uh, Viagra Falls, you know, just with Bill Devane and Carl Weathers and just sort of the, the chemistry they had with, with James and Dulé and, and uh, it was just, it was a blast. I mean, it was How- so much fun. Well, you know, we talked to Carl your your uh, last week, and he was. I mean, it it was that episode is so good. It's comedically too so good. I feel like it has like I always, I say this a lot on the show, where I'll be like, I'll be like, this one was like a like a level up. But then I was I was watching Gravity <laughs> Falls, and I'm like, okay, we just upped it again. Like the the dynamic between the four of them and the comedy going on, the kind of like under your breath, very deadpan, all that stuff. It just was really special. It was really good in this one. Um, yeah. I, I mean, it's and for Carl saying that he hadn't really done much comedy before and, and Bill being such a dramatic yeah. actor, a successfully huge dramatic actor to get those, the comedy we got of those guys, which I am crediting Andrew for yeah. bringing out and, and giving them the comfort to do well, it. Cause Maggie, I know Carl I, I was hundred percent comfortable with it. So you, you, whatever you created there, they, they I mean, they killed it. They killed it. They did kill it. And, 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 and I also think, listen, they have all of you guys to follow. I mean, if you're in, you know, I mean, it's sort of like, they just have to look around and, and sort of <laughs> see, you know, how, how to do it. And, uh, you know, I thought those guys were amazing. I was nervous going into it a little bit that I was like, Oh, can they pull this off? Even though they're both amazing. Uh, but it was just after the first day, it was like, okay, they get it. And, and they were also willing to do what you guys do so well, which is play around and improvise and, 
and try different things and sort of riff off what someone else was doing, which is sort of the fun of the show. So um, they fit right in. They were great. I got to say, your eyes are looking particularly blue today. I'm not sure what it oh, is. Oh, Tim, is it the mic cover that I finally picked up from you? Look at Andrew. Oh, it could be our, our matchy, matchy blue mic yes, covers. Yes, it's good. That's when I've been sitting in my house Hold for on. four there we months. Go. Yeah. We got our nice. little blue sparkles. But we finally got to have a coffee date, so I was able to hand yeah, it off. Yeah, thank God. I mean, I was, I was so happy. So happy to see you and meet Mabel for the first time. And uh, that was special. We had, a, we had fun that day. I know I have had the time of my life celebrating at Pride Celebrations in LA and New York. So when love wins and we can shine as our true selves, the world gets brighter. Yes. Love is love is love, everybody. Love is love. Soak up the brightness and sunshine in your unique style with Pear Eyewear's Love Wins and Sun Top Collections. I love this. I love Pear Eyewear so much. I didn't think I could love them more. And then I saw this ad for this week's episode and I was like, there they go again. Now I love them more. I love my pair of glasses and how I can like switch the colors based on whatever outfit I'm wearing. And don't get me started on that satisfying little snap sound if you know you know. And you all, when I first tried these, I really thought they were going to be, I'm like, how good can it actually look to put, you know, just like snap on a new color to your frame? It's seamless. It's unbelievable. I love my glasses so much. I love pair eyewear so much. There are hundreds of budget-friendly frames and magnetic top frame styles to choose from, starting at just $60, including prescription. With frames designed for men, women, and kids, the whole family can customize their own unique look. Match your outfit, support your home team, or rep your favorite superhero in a snap. And the best part, the amount of power in one pair. Beyond helping you craft a style that's yours, Pear wants to do some good. For every pair you buy, Pear provides glasses and vision care for a child in need. Pear eyewear is the greatest, you all. I'm, I'm just telling you. I have my glasses on right now. I love them. Pair glasses, they're seriously designed with the utmost comfort in mind. They're lightweight and durable. And get this, they don't pinch my nose or slide down at inconvenient times. And I didn't even get these like, I mean, they do their own. Um, th there's like a virtual thing you can do to try on the glasses and then adjust based on your, you know, the placement, the measurements, all that stuff. It's perfect. I got my glasses. They don't slide. They don't move. They're comfortable. I love them. I can change the colors with those snappy things. I, I can't say enough. I cannot, I cannot say enough. And I love that they have a Love Wins collection because Love Wins, everybody. Express yourself wherever summer takes you with Pear Eyewear. Go to PearEyewear.com slash pineapple for 15% off your first pair. That's a really good deal. Also, did I mention how much I love them? I think I did. That's Pear, P-A-I-R, Eyewear.com slash pineapple. Are you tired of settling for ordinary vitamins and supplements that don't meet your health and wellness needs? Well, it's time to discover Ritual, the brand that is revolutionizing the way we approach daily nutrition. With Ritual, you can take your wellness routine to the next level and experience the power of science-backed, transparently sourced ingredients. Say goodbye to overwhelming and confusing supplement routines. Ritual offers a carefully curated selection of essential nutrients that your body actually needs. From key vitamins and minerals to omega-3 fatty acids, each ingredient is chosen based on scientific research and backed by a team of experts. I think my favorite part about Ritual is the transparency in their process. Every single step of the way, you know what you're getting. They're clean, vegan-friendly capsules are made with non-GMO ingredients and are free from synthetic fillers, colorants, and major allergens. And the best part, I know exactly what I'm putting in my body. 
that alone makes you feel so good. Elevate your daily wellness routine with Ritual and experience the difference that targeted nutrition can make. Start a ritual that truly supports your health, backed by science and transparency. That is so huge, by the way. Transparency. That's a really, really big deal. Every bottle has a minty essence. It keeps things fresh and help make taking your multis every day actually enjoyable. And don't you want to take something that you actually like know exactly what you're taking? Anyway, instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. Great news. Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off during your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash pineapple to start ritual or add essential for women 18 plus to your subscription today. Okay. Let's dive in, guys. This is going to be fun. Viagra Falls, directed by the one and only our beautiful guest today, Andrew Bernstein, written by Todd Harthan. Feeding a clap. Oh, here we go. Todd Harthan, also Let's Get Harry, which I I love you. I love you guys as a team. Pineapple Siding. I didn't get this. Did you get this, Tim? No. Moon's beverage at the bar includes some pineapple. Okay. That's good. That's a good hiding spot. Andrew, Andrew knew it. Andrew, yeah, I, I, Andrew. I, by the way, I only knew I only knew it not because not because I remembered, but uh, when I was watching it on the side, it it listed sort of where the pineapple was in the thing I was watching, and uh, it oh said it was. really? Like, oh, there it is. Wait, yeah, so. w- what were you watching? What has it listed on Amazon? <clears throat> really? Yeah, on Amazon, on the uh, you know they have all the hints and trivia and all the stuff about everything about the episode, and then. It gives you the pineapple hint as you're watching. Oh, my God. It's I like a pop-up it. video function. I, That's yeah, amazing. I like that. Hey, okay. Maggie, shoot, before we hop into the meat, nuts and bolts of the episode, Mr. Morsing, how are we so lucky to get you to come to our show? I know. Also, you were so busy then. Can we touch on a little bit of you? It's not me being, you being lucky. It's me being lucky that I get to hang out with you guys and relive this. Because uh, I wish I was doing psych all the time. So uh, I would make time for you guys anytime. I think, Tim, did you mean like when we were shooting the series? Because I was thinking that too. Because, Andrew, you were so busy. Yeah. How how did we get you as a director to come to our little show? Because you were doing huge shows and we were like, you know, not, we grew, but (laughs) we weren't that. How did did we find you and how did we get you? Well, uh, you found me because uh, uh, through Mr. Dulé Hill, who I'd worked on. Oh, that's right. Worked with the West Wing. That's right. I've known since he was 18 years old. Oh, I heard of that show. Um, and uh, love Dulé. And, uh, you know, I think when he went off to do Psych, um, I was like, great. He was telling me about it. And I'm like, I'm in. Like, just give me a call. I'll be there. And that's how it was. And I had such a great time doing it that it was one of the few things that I did uh, where I sort of said, I don't, you know, make my schedule work, like whatever it is. And, and we were lucky enough to make it work a bunch of times. Uh, but I entered your world through Mr. Dulé Hill. I love that. And I'm remembering this now. I remember how excited he was too. So many good things come from yeah, the Hill, man. That's true. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Dulé is the best. And, uh, and it was also for me and was a great, uh, a chance to do comedy, which I don't get to do a lot. And so the chance to sort of uh, flex those muscles, uh, was great. And as we, uh, see in this episode and the others, you're very good at it. It's a, it's, 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 yeah. Anyway. All right. So, all right. Cold open. 
cut me off, chime in, whatever. Flashback, 1990 SBPD. Herb Wilkins, the chief of police at the time, has given then-detective Henry a lecture on his mistake on a case. Herb ends up taking Henry off the case and replaces him with SBPD's star detective team, Peters and Boone. <laughs> we then flash forward to present day, where an older Herb is running from two people he refers uh, to as the worst of the worst. As we see him announce he's ready to fight the unknown assailants, it's insinuated he is shot. The next day, we immediately discover that the older man was former chief of police, Herb Wilkins, murdered, execution style. Sean and Gus show up on the scene and Henry explains the situation. Seconds later, Peters and Boone arrive on the scene. Sean immediately doubts their ability, claiming they are too old to solve the case. Anyway, there's a striking resemblance. When they when they arrive in that um in that convertible Cadillac, I think it was in El Dorado, it's a degree separation for me because it's the exact same color as the convertible I was in for a little movie called The Luck of the Irish. He always has to get in the Luck of the Irish reference, and I love it because we need a hoity hoity hoity. That was a great car, and I believe where we find Herb is on a boat. Yes. And, uh, when he is dead. And I remember uh, having the issue of how do we get people on and off the boat in the scene? Because it was not easy and we were concerned about people falling into the water. And some people it wasn't as easy as. So I remember there was a lot of discussion around getting on and off the boat. Did, did, yeah, there's a lot of people on the boat, I feel like. And there's how do you There's a lot of people on the boat. When you film and in, you know, you know, when people step off of a boat, it rocks like crazy. That's true. Cause they move off and then start like a walk and talk, right? Or something. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Shooting on the water was always, look, it was always an adventure. <laughs> we did it a lot. All right. Henry, however, oh wait, what happens? Yes, um, Tim. And Megs, as we are on, we discover a uh, last known Hera, your favorite dynamic detective duo yeah. on the boat. We are both rocking our double aviators. That's true. And and there's a um there's I think a series first. On the boat? On the boat. You are in a um you're not in a solid top for once. You're like Oh this yeah. Kind of print silky kind of um lilac-ish um <laughs> blouse, which because it's lilac, that makes it the red family, which is Pepto Pink. So it's time to Pepto, Pepto drink, drink everybody. everybody. There you go. Because it's 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 a mild stretch, but it's it's still you can't have purple as you know without red and blue. So therefore, it's in the Pepto Pink family. Drink We're up, suckers. We're gonna make every color somehow work to be in the Pepto Pink family over time. Um, Henry, however, wait, hold on. What happens? Oh, they're too old to solve the case. Henry, however, vouches for them, saying they were the best of the best back in the day. I I love that we already have this like tension between the four of them and how uh, similar. They are to each other. Um, while standing over the body of Herb, Sean has a vision and is about to share it with the group of Peters and Boone step in and say it first. They saw the same clue Sean did. The gun found on Herb didn't belong to him. Peters and Boone show the group the serial number uh, on the gun, uh, that the serial number on the gun had been filed off. Sean and Gus are shocked to see that Peters and Boone are well on their way to beating them at their own game. Back at the SBPD, Peters and Boone have been brought, at, uh, brought on as consultants on the murder case. Sean and Gus are there trying to make themselves useful. However, Peters and Boone want nothing to do with Sean and Gus. This, is this the scene that they're all in the chief's office together? That everybody's in the office together? Yes. Andrew, this scene. Which, bring, which brings us to... Yeah. So funny. So funny. So many people. So we've got Karen Vick, 
with the resurrection of the pop color. <laughs> Rejoice, hallelujah. The pop color has back. risen. It's back in the scene and it's good. This is the perfect scene for it to be back too because she's got it. She's like handling everybody right now. And then, and then this is definitely the series first where you, it's now reviewed, your jacket's off, it's reviewed, you're in a short yes. sleeve shirt. Also rare. These are rare things. A lot of firsts in this, Andrew. I was just going to say, in that office scene, I remember Devane had uh, nicknames for James, and and it was <laughs> just would stop the scene because yeah. no one could keep a straight yeah. face. And he would always, and it was perfect. It's Ricky Nelson. Ricky Nelson. Nelson. Yeah, and every time he said it, James would start laughing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got to find the blooper. We got to find the psych outs, Tim, for this episode because there must be so many. Like, no one cracked James up, by the way. Like, that was really hard to do. So, yeah. Anyway, I think Devane got him a couple of times. Yeah, he, he did. Sean and Gus decided to take matters into their own hands and find a lead of their own. They head to Herb's bait and tackle shop down by the docks, but Peters and Boone are already there. Sean and Gus questioned the churro lady, and she lets them know that Herb was seeing a young girl with red hair who worked at the shop across from Herb's, uh, from Herb's called Pacific Treasures, but hasn't been there in two days. At that point, Peters, Boone, Sean, and Gus are faced with each other and are forced to share knowledge about the case. It is then that they get a text from Jules with the okay to search Herb's house. Sean and Gus arrive at Herb's house thinking they're the first to get there, but this, they soon realize that Peters and Boone got there long before them and are already deep into their investigation. I love this dynamic so, so, so much. I, I'm... Uh, anyway, okay, Sean gets a vision telling him that someone came to Herb's house before them looking for something Herb was hiding. Peters and Boone immediately defend Herb to Sean and Gus, saying he would never get mixed up with anything shady. But Peters and Boone take the clue seriously, and Sean and Gus overhear Peters and Boone determining that if Herb was hiding anything, it would be in his locker. They arrive at Herb's locker at the local public swimming pool. Yes, Tim. We have a massive series first Bring here, it. so everyone pull over. Y'all got to pull over, pull the car over, put the vacuum down. For God's sakes, if you're bathing a child, <laughs> make sure. So specific. <laughs> take them, take them out of the tub, wrap them in a towel, and put them gently on your lap. I'm so excited! I can't wait. <laughs> okay, it is the very first uh, reveal of. Let me hang on. Me, I'm excited too, Andrew. I actually don't know what this I, is. I don't know what it is. The show first, the reveal of Snyder's of Hanover pretzels. <laughs> Was that really the first? <laughs> yeah. I believe it's, it's yes. got to be the first time it's ever yes. been mentioned. Because Carl, take, Carl takes pretzels out of, out of the um, locker. That's right. James asks him what they are. And he very specifically says. Snyder's of Hanover. There's Snyder's yes. of Hanover. Uh, that's a, that is a psych first. And it is a big one. Wow. I thought it was very funny. I didn't realize it was the ground. I didn't realize it was the it, the explosive psych first that it was. But yes. Um, now, I, I could be wrong, but I don't, I don't think, think I wrong. am. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. But aren't you glad I gave you all that Go back warning? to driving or bathing a child um, or whatever you're doing. Just bathing. We'll just say that. People do yeah. things. Okay. They arrive at Herb's Locker at the local public swim. Sean determines that Herb's Locker number is 22, not 9, as Peters and Boone's thought. Sean determines this after seeing a Sean vision of a bunch of lottery tickets. This was cool. In Herb's home with the number 22 on every single one. I loved this as a clue. I thought it was great. They break open the locker and to all of their surprise, find drugs in a black bag. Back at the SPPD, Juliet reveals that Herb withdrew $50,000 before he was... Murder. Murder. Yeah, Andrew. Yes, Andrew chimed in. I love it. 
which doesn't bode well for him considering the bag of drugs was just found in his locker. Peters and Boone take off and Sean and Gus realize that they swiped a book of matches from the evidence uh, from the evidence lot. As a result, Sean and Gus decide to tell to tail Peters and Boone. When the two teams converge, Sean and Gus convince Peters and Boone to let them in on the clue they stole from evidence. Peters and Boone show them the evidence, a book of matches that says the dollhouse, a hot local nightclub. Then the two scene, uh, the two teams decide to team up and call themselves <laughs> the grapples. <laughs> that was that that scene in the car that when they stopped in the middle of the road is one of the great <laughs> scenes of all time. It was oh. so funny. And and the references in that scene are hysterical because there's some Rocky references, I believe, in that scene. There are. Um, there are. Yeah. We, we, yeah we, I'm not gonna throw in, I'm not gonna ring the bell and throw we, in the we towel. Discuss yeah. with yeah. Carl. Yeah. Yeah, that were great. But the grapples thing is, again, was a was a showstopper because no one could keep. This is what I mean. And also the four of them hanging together like they do, like like it's very matched. It's very it's just really good. It, that, that's what I think I mean of like and maybe, too, it's also because we're seeing it with like, you know, uh, we haven't seen them before. We're meeting these characters for the first time, but like their their dynamic, their chemistry, their comedy was just it was off the charts. It's so good. Um, yeah. It was also great because one of the things I loved about this, just digressing for a second, was sort of, and what I loved about Todd's script in the episode was to to extrapolate out and see where Sean and Gus uh, were going to be in a bunch of years. Like, that's who they are yeah. going to be. And it was just great <laughs> to so sort good. of know, oh, it's going to be the same thing. And they're just going to yeah. be, and it was just sort of fun to sort of see, oh, like, it's just going to keep going, which I thought, which I loved. I love that dynamic so much. That's what I loved about it. It was like little little mirrors um, yeah. of their future selves. Later that night at the club, they find out that Herb has been there uh, many times to visit one of the nightclub's employees, Sarah Lynn, who's known in the club for liking to hustle cash. Just then, they get a call from Juliet telling, the, telling them that she found prints on the boat from a man named Otto, a man who happens to own the dollhouse. Juliet realizes they are already at the nightclub and warns warns them not to mess with Otto. Naturally, the four don't listen and break into Otto's office. They find a gun with a scratched out serial number, just like the one they found on the scene of Herb's murder. They also find the same type of black bag that was in Herb's locker. Just then, they spot Otto and his men. Sean and Gus chase after Otto and his men, then hear gunshots. That's when Sean discovers Otto has been shot and killed. Yeah. There's a moment when they're when they're running out of the club and they hear the gunshots, and Dulé does a huge jump behind a car, which was absolutely hysterical when we shot it. I just remember <laughs> it was like it was he was supposed to duck down, and I was like, no, no, I want you to like literally launch yourself as far as you can. And he just does this. Totally out of control, sort of extrapolated jump out of the the uh, thing, and that's when they uh, both pulled a hammy, and he says he didn't pull a hammy. Just a great these guys. The exit was hysterical. So good, it's so funny. I love that Dulé did that. Um, okay, back at the SBPD. Wait, the four in trouble. Right, right, right. Hold on. Before the police, they are especially in trouble for possibly propelling the murder of the department's uh, only suspect. Chief Vic wants to know what they found in Otto's office, but the four do not reveal anything. As a result, Vic fires both teams from the case. But Gus and Sean realize that Peters and Boone were not letting Chief Vic know exactly what they found in Otto's office, and they actually took a piece of evidence uh, from there, a booklet containing a stack of dollhouse job applications. 
From this new piece of evidence, Sean discovers that Sarah Lynn put Herb as her emergency contact on her job application. This intrigues the four guys, and they decide to rejoin the case despite Chief Vic's order to stay away. They head to Sarah Lynn's house and are greeted by a young woman who is not Sarah Lynn. The woman lets them in the house, and they immediately ask her about Sarah Lynn's involvement. The woman lets the four... Yes, Tim. So as they're leaving Vic's office, Maggie, the the runner of you putting up with Carl's... um, (laughs) Sexism, misogyny throughout yes. this whole episode. It's, you're so funny. He, the, the getting able to play, uh, being able to play with him, was so fun. I mean, so Andrew, I was like, I'm like a Rocky freak. Like people ask me my favorite movie, I'll say Rocky, the first one. But like the Rocky Four soundtrack is my hype music, like for auditions or when I'm working out or whatever. Like I'm a, I'm a little nuts. So to be able to have these scenes with him when he's, I can't, what is it? Dry cleaners, coffee. Um, uh, yeah, uh, a, a baker's dozen <laughs> plays. Yeah, right. uh, it was so great. It was so, so, so fun. And what's also crazy psych degree of separation. The reason that I was available to join psych was because the show I was on got canceled and thank God because I wasn't in the pilot of psych. They'd already shot it and I got a script. So I was on the show called crumbs. And Bill Devane was uh, the dad of the show. So it was Bill Devane and Jane Curtin and Fred Savage. And um, anyway, so uh, I had just worked with him a few years before. And it's because of that show not going, which sucks for him. But uh, it was great for me. (laughs) I got to (laughs) go do psych. His loss are a massive gain. (laughs) Anyway, um, they're greeted by a young woman. The woman lets them in the house and they immediately ask her about Salem's involvement. The woman lets... Uh, hold on. Okay. The woman lets the four know that when she worked for auto at the dollhouse, he had her do drops at a place called Pacific treasures to make extra cash on the side. She explains that the only way out of the job was to pass the job along to someone new who happened to be Sarah Lynn. Sean puts two clues together and lets the group know that Sarah Lynn was seen working at Pacific treasures, a place directly across the way from Herb's bait and tackle shop. Um, isn't that just a plot point from the ring, the horror movie, the ring, the top, the Todd what? Stool? What? You, to pass it on, the only way to get out of the job is, is to that pass right? on. Actually, no, it's Cabin of Doctor Gar- Caligari. Never mind. I'm just. But that I'm would make jokes. that would make sense like because they're big horror fans. You know, Todd and and James both are like. I would imagine there would be some reference in here. When someone is just exceptionally good at what they do, it could be a like server in a restaurant or a waiter in a restaurant, a chef, a doctor, you know you're in good hands. It's like seeing a server at a restaurant balance five trays of sizzling fajitas on one arm. You're you're confident. Like, you know, they, they know what they're doing. When you find the right doctor, you can feel it. You feel heard and you feel at ease. On ZocDoc, finding the doctor that's right for you is seamless. The quality care you need is just a few taps away in the ZocDoc app. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them and treat almost every condition under the sun. Surprise twists might work for podcasts, but maybe not for medical care. With ZocDoc, there are no alarms and no surprises. Choose from thousands of patient-reviewed doctors and specialists, browse doctor profiles, upload and verify your insurance information, and get the care you need. This is so convenient and and it's so good. Like I think we could all, especially since the pandemic and telehealth and everything else, you can do a lot just from connecting with a doctor and having a great conversation and going through everything before you have to do all of the, you know, going in and all that. I think that's super great and super convenient and it can save you a lot of time and point you in the right direction. 
just my two cents. Go to ZocDoc.com slash pineapple and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc.com, Z-O-C-D-O-C slash pineapple. ZocDoc.com slash pineapple. Sean remembers from Herb's house a picture of Herb and another girl, uh, his daughter, who looks exactly like Sarah Lynn does. And because he saw Sarah Lynn as his own daughter, practically, Herb was trying to protect Sarah Lynn from Otto and the drug lords, which explains the bag of drugs in the locker and why he withdrew $50,000 from his bank account. He was trying to buy Sarah Lynn's freedom. Sean, Gus, Peters, and Boone find Sarah Lynn at Herb's house and try to convince her that she needs help. But Sarah Lynn tells them to go away because everyone who has helped her in the past has been killed. After Sarah Lynn... Sarah Lynn turns the four away. We see that she is not alone in the house, but being held at gunpoint by Randy, the drug lord who hired Otto, who hired Sarah Lynn. In an attempt to save her, the four <laughs> try a Peters and Boone technique called the bark and mark. This <laughs> <laughs> was so stupid and funny. Yeah, it was great. Sean, goes, okay, here's my question. Was it written in the script what it looked and sounded like or any of that? Andrew, do you remember? Or was it like... This was just all coming up with on the spot. I think, uh, I don't think it was, it was, if I remember correctly, it was, it was described, but I think Todd and I on the day sort of, and, and, you know, with obviously James and Dewey talked about it, but those guys are so good. I mean, within seconds, it was, they had an idea of what, what they wanted to do and, and we all collaborated, but oh, it was hysterical. Hysterical. And it works. The Bark and Mark works, and Lasseter and Juliet are able to take down Herb's murderer and save Sarah Lynn. Then Boone, yes to him. We get the return of badass Juliet. That's true. Knocking blocks and taking That's true. Names. That's true. I, I actually loved this bit. Um, able to take down Herb's murderer and save Sarah Lynn. Then Boone finally acknowledges that Juliet is a detective. That's right. In the end, Peters, Boone, Sean, and Gus discover a mutual respect for each other and each of their unconventional uh, detective styles. Anyway, that's that's our episode. But we also have fan we also have fan questions for you, Andrew. I, but I, I, I'm going to jump in on two things. One, um, yeah, I, I remember uh, there's a there's a tag at the end of the episode when they uh, see Peters and Boone running out of the office and getting into their car. And I wanted to have uh, Devane do like a Starsky and Hutch move across <laughs> the, the hood of his car as he as he goes across it. And of course, cool. that wasn't Bill Devane, as you can tell if you watch it closely, because it was a stunt double doing it. But uh, it was a, it was that great when they look out the window and there he there he is doing sort of that slide right across and getting it. Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> we need. I want that bit, and I want to find this the bloopers from this episode because they they must exist because and there must have been so many. They're so funny. These guys. Um, yeah, th this was a big breakup episode. Huge, 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 huge. Okay, what was your favorite moment of the episode? Wow, that's a good question. I think the favorite, my favorite moment of the episode is that office scene, as I remember back when everybody was in the office and uh, yeah. and and the chief was talking to everybody. I just, it was just so much fun, and the interaction, the interplay between everybody was so so good. So it's anytime everyone's together like that, it's a blast. You yeah, know, it just and everyone's sort of playing off of each other. So that was probably my favorite scene of the episode. Uh, it's I, probably mine too, actually. Uh, I think it's so. I am in complete yeah. agreement. We are all, it's a trifecta. Because really the, the great part about that scene is all the relationships are defined in that moment. And we see who everybody is yeah. and how they relate to each other. And, and uh, so it was great. Yeah, we get the Ricky Nelson and uh, Dulé and um, Carl eyeballing each other and Dulé trying to do the, uh, the <laughs> muscle <laughs> up bit. This is so good. 
I love that. And Carl saying he's, he's on his watch, sticky fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and he calls it, it's a Casio. It was just hilarious. hilarious. So good. It's funny. Carl brought that up as well, just so you know. That was his favorite. Um, he talks about that scene. And yeah, it's it's so funny because we didn't do the whole synopsis with him. We ended up like talking about acting and whatever the whole time. But he, they, I mean, it was a pretty powerful experience for him that episode because he was just saying he hadn't done a lot of comedy and he was talking about, yeah, I don't know. Everyone had such a good time on this episode. Such a good and time. And I, I have to say, I mean, this is a, a credit to you guys on, on every episode, certainly that I was a part of, uh, any guest star, any, uh, person who came in, uh, I imagine was slightly terrified because the bar was set so high and you guys were so welcoming to everybody and so collaborative and so much fun that everyone walked away having the greatest time and doing their best work because they sort yeah. of, the fun part about the show is everyone was sort of encouraged to fail and encouraged <laughs> to take big swings, you know, and that's what makes the show so good. So it was sort of like with Carl and Bill, you'd think it would be intimidating and I'm sure it was, but once you got there, it was like, Oh, this is like, this is a blast. Yeah. You can tell everyone's having yeah, so yeah, much fun. Yeah. You're and so you can at see ease. The performances. Yeah. 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 Um, we kind of answered this, but, uh, someone asked Andrew, how did you get hired on psych? But you kind of mentioned, yes, uh, I, I begged Dulé Hill. Yes. I begged Dulé Hill. And then you couldn't get enough of us and we couldn't get enough I, I of couldn't. you. I couldn't. Um, what was your favorite episode you ever directed on site? Good question. It's a very good question. And I, and I was, it's funny cause I've rewatched them all recently. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of, God, it's, you know, it's a tough one. That's a really tough one because yeah, they all hard. had such, it's a really hard one because they all had their own, uh, they all have their and, own kind and, of and, theme and their own too. thing and their re and, and certain reasons why they were special. Like the let's get Harry was a blast because it was my first one. And, and Melina was in it who I knew and it was nuts. And it was just such a great experience. Uh, this one was great that we're talking about, uh, cause of working with Devane and Carl, uh, mm -hmm. and the script was so good as they all were. Um, you know, the last one, Office Space, was just, I'm such a huge Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross fan that it was sort of like just to sort of recreate that kind of stuff was just, and there was, I have to say, the, the, the hardest I've ever laughed was in that episode in filming it when there's a scene where Dulé is, break, they're breaking into an office and Dulé knocks a plant over and, and just loses his shit yeah. in the office and everything goes all over the place and he dumps the plant on himself and it was just, it was, I was on the floor crying laughing when he was doing that. And so it's just like, you know, it's, you remember those moments. And so, yeah. so the answer to the question is, I don't have a favorite. i loved them all, you know, um, for, di for, for different reasons. That scene with Dulé and office space is ridiculous. And for the two of you to have been able to do that together, especially, I mean, there were comedic moments on the West wing, obviously, but like to have that kind of silliness, you know, and be able to do that together. I don't, I, I, I love that coming, you know, coming from the show you all had come from before. You probably never got to do a scene like that. <laughs> ne never. And it was, and that was and it, the thing about that. And certainly with Dulé in that moment was sort of, I was just like, what if you just like, you know, go right off the desk and I mean, he would do anything and it was just like, and then he would take it even further. And yeah. it was just sort of, I just remember everyone just in hysterics after we would cut every time. Yeah. Um, so it's hard to oh, answer that question is all of them. Ah, uh, that's good. That's a good answer. Which character do you relate to the most? Which character do I relate to the most? I, mean, I don't know. I feel like I hopefully am a combination of all of them, you know, and taking the best of everybody and, and then putting it together. The, uh, it's, yeah. uh, 
you know, probably in my job, it's probably Chief Vic. It's probably somebody who just has to sort at of the helm. Keep the, yeah. Keep the crazy together and, uh, and, uh, and sort of, you know, but, uh, yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a good one. I, I, I see that for sure. I feel like you yeah. were really good too at like, you know, I think sometimes when directors come up on shows that are like established and they, they hang back a little bit and let the thing, like you were really involved with us. I remember that you like really thought about our characters. I remember getting really interesting notes. It was just really nice. Like you were very, uh, in it, in it with us. It was, yeah. It was, I mean, I think that's yeah. the fun of it. And when you have, uh, actors who are so good and, and, and willing to play and, and sort of, you know, don't have the, the sort of the attitude of like, Hey, back off. We, we know right. who we are. You know, we don't need to hear anything. Uh, then, uh, then it's a blast. And it's sort of like, yeah. why wouldn't you jump in? That's, that's well, why we do it. So it was sort of like, that was, that was fun. That was just fun. But also the reverse of that is one of my favorite things about working with you is you being so willing to hop in and jump mm -hmm. in with us. Like mm -hmm. Max just said, and one of my favorite memories always like is pulling into the side and begging you for getting just delicious Mad Men stories because it was one of my favorite shows at the time. And, the, and you were so obliging and so so happy to just come hang out and, and play with us. The uh, Yeah. And bring the gold. It was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, and you, I mean, again, as I've said a hundred times already, and it's true, you know, it was just a blast. And it was always fun. So it was sort of, uh, the days never felt long, at least to me, I'm sure to you guys. But uh, mm. it was, uh, it was just always, uh, no, know, always, the days always never a pleasure. Felt long. Um, Okay, this is very cute. Have you ever snuck into a psych scene? Did you cameo uh, ever? I, I this is a very easy answer. Uh, no, I, I do not belong in front of the camera ever, <laughs> and so uh, I left it to the professionals and the people who were really good at it. Um, I never found a spot where uh, I felt like you know yeah. I should belong. I, I, should I get be. <laughs> I get I get that though. It's all it's always fun. I don't. In fact, I don't think anyone did, but Steve. I don't know that any director. I was going to ask you: Has anybody else? I mean, like, was Berman in a bunch or? Berman. Uh, Todd? I don't think Todd is in any. I don't think. I think. Jay was one in who? one shot. Jay. Jay Shander Jay Shaker. was. That's right. Also an actor, though. That kind of makes sense, too. True, Andy, yes. also an actor. Um, no, no Todd. I don't think Mel Damsky ever did. I don't think. I, I know Steve did. But no, it's not that common. Um you know, but uh, it should it be like there's a there's a reason why you guys do it. Like we, we should, it's like we shouldn't be doing it. We have to have you back. I mean, you have more episodes coming up. Like I, this is it's so fun, yes, and your memories are so great. And honestly, you're like such a woven into the psych family. You're part of the whole thing. No, <laughs> I, it's uh, I'd love to come on and talk about any of them. Um, it's sort of uh, yeah. it, it's the the one of the great things, as I said, is sort of being able to go back and rewatch them and sort of. Um, while it was a while ago, it feels like yesterday. I mean, again, just sort of I'm like, oh, it just and and again, it's sort of the camaraderie. I mean, it's funny. I think about the um, the episode uh, whose name just escapes me, Tim. One, the the next to last one I did that took place at the Insane Asylum. Sean interrupted with yes, Holly Ringwald. Yes, Sean yeah. interrupted. And I remember so clearly, Maggie, you and I taking a boat out to where this house was, where we've had this big thing, and it was like, there was this long boat ride, and it was like me and you. And uh, a couple of the actors, it was freezing cold, and we were on the back of this boat. We were headed out this thing. And it's like those are sort of the the times I remember. 
Oh, I remember that boat ride now that you're saying it. Like and Juliana Guil, I think, was on the boat with us. And Juliana, and it was yeah. Like, and it was uh it was early. It was early. Sort of like, it, was early. it was beautiful out and it was like calm and it was just and this beautiful place where we were filming. And it's like you just sort of that's when you sort of look around and go, This is cool. Like yeah. this is cool that I get to do How this. How lucky are we? So yeah. that one actually, we were out on the Sunshine Coast. We stayed out there a couple nights, right? We did. Yeah. We did indeed. Oof. That was wild. I remember that. It was yeah, very fun. Crazy, yeah, this crazy house where we were. Uh, yeah. And and that, and that episode was the episode right before your hiatus, uh, I believe, because I remember, I remember we were shooting a scene. It was the bed scene. It was the. <laughs> and, and Tim, like, yeah. you come in. You you came in. You were in the bed. We did a thing where Dulé walks in, and you had hidden in the bed uh, as a joke. And Dulé came in, and you scared him, and then you. Ran out the door saying some words, basically to happy, happy hiatus. hiatus, everybody, and you took off. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely a cycle. I remember, yeah. I remember having some drinks at a place in the Sunshine Coast. I mean, obviously, we can save these stories too for when we get there. But yes, oh, that was magical. That that boat ride. I'm I'm so remembering it now. It's so funny too, like. It was a while ago, but there is something about going back and rewatching these that I, I mean, it starts more for me in like season three where the memories are just so like, like so vivid. And so like they were yesterday, it's wild to me to think how long ago it was, but there is, I don't, there is a timelessness to psych. Like people are just discovering it now because of Peacock and you know, whenever it starts replaying on something, um, Hallmark's running it now or whatever. And like Tim and I just went to this convention and so many people came up saying like, oh my God, I used to love Psych and now I watch it with my kid. Now my kids are watching Psych and they love it. And like, it just has this life that just keeps going. It's really it's also, special. It, it doesn't, it, it's, it's also really good. And it does, <laughs> and time doesn't, doesn't mess with that. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, it was, it was yep. great when yep. it was made and it's great now. And and it's not like it doesn't feel old or tired, which some stuff can. It's just yeah. is still funny. And there's nothing like it. You know, yeah. it's just sort of like it's sort of uh, it's unique in that way. Um, it's there's nothing like it. That's right. Um, well, this was so special. Thank you so much. We know how busy you are and I can't believe you have an hour drive now and you've been shooting all day. So we are just so unbelievably grateful we got you for this hour and well, we're going to get I, you I, I, again. Anytime, and I hope I get to see you guys in person. Uh, yes, in the near future. Let's do that. I, I think I don't think I, you and I have actually seen each other in the flesh since we had lunch in um in Beach with yeah, one time. Yeah, it's been too long. So uh, when Andrew, I get back wh this, whenever I'm, you're back, like reach. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll send you. I'll make sure you have my info yeah, as well. But send, yeah, send me your info because I, I might have. Uh, I can't. I don't know where it is. But yeah, I'd love to. I, I would like sure. love that. Would love that so much. Let's please do that. When are you back? Uh, Mid July. So okay. soon, like, I don't know, six weeks, something like that. Okay, perfect. That's happening. We're going to bug you. I'm going to bug you. Like it stopped at the border. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, All I right, would good. love it. Well, thank you for helping us podcast the shit out of it today, Andrew guys, Bernstein. Congratulations on this awesome podcast. Thank you. It's all Maggie. It's all because Maggie. All me. It's not all me. No, it's not. It all started with mm -hmm. you. You guys are the best. It started with you and then it became yeah, us. Yeah, it was. Well, I, I had the idea, but it wasn't a thing until it, you were you were involved. So anyway, all right. Love Fest. We love love you guys. Love love both of you. Yeah, Andrew, just... have a very safe drive. Love you all. Mwah. Bye. 
was such a joy to speak with him again and cannot wait to have him back for another episode he directed later on in the show. Thank you so much, Andrew, for coming on the podcast this week. We absolutely love talking to you. As always, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram at psychologistsarein and our Twitter at psychologistpod. Plus check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash psychologistsareinfor full video episodes of the pod and ad-free episodes. 